Welcome to another episode of Adding Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Ryan. This podcast is all about sharing my financial education, my journey to become debt free, and in the process, share my learnings so that I'm not the only one who gains from all this experience. I'd love you to be able to gain inspiration and perhaps a bit of education along the way to make key changes in your life to become debt free. I am not a financial advisor. Everything I speak about is lived experience. This is a brand new year for the Adding Up podcast. Little did I know a year ago that we would continue. When I first started this podcast, it was a pretty rocky start. I felt the fear and hit publish anyway. Not really knowing exactly what I wanted to achieve, I was compelled anyway to share my story. Adding Up is a documentary of my challenges with money. The good, the bad, the learnings, all of it mashed up together. I'm proud to say all the little changes have been adding up. And in a year now, I have been able to cut up three credit cards, kiss goodbye to credit card debt. And proudly, I no longer have credit cards. I'm still chipping away at my debt. And that's okay. Kindness is important. And that starts with how I treat myself. Beating myself up about being in debt wasn't helping me get anywhere. My decision to get out of debt like anything once you make a decision the awareness and realization you want everything to happen instantaneously and quickly i realized if i push too hard at making it happen there are consequences if i try and get out of debt too quickly i'm trying to earn more money and therefore i don't have time with my family and the sheer irony of earning money and working for myself has been so I could spend more time with my family. Much the same as my weight loss journey, getting out of debt is very much been, if I do it to extreme measures, you end up crashing and burning. And the debt doesn't go away. In fact, it comes back. It comes back with interest. I've had a lot of learnings in the first year of this podcast. Those who have listened to a number of episodes would hear that when I first started this podcast, I was uncertain of exactly what I wanted to achieve other than to get out of debt. And I really wasn't very certain on how to produce a podcast. So much of the podcast was experimenting, experimenting with my voice, my content, my publishing, and figuring out along the way what I wanted to gain. And the beautiful things I've gained 
have been some wonderful feedback from people listening. The confidence to publish every single week, even if I didn't want to, I pressed the button anyway. And I've realized along the way, as I've been chipping away at my debt, that gaining confidence in my voice has been one of the most powerful gifts I can give myself and to the world as well. This particular podcast is about my own journey. I do want to have another podcast where I interview people regarding their debt journeys. And if you're interested in being a guest on that podcast, do reach out to me. I can be found on almost all social media channels at serena.ryan. That's S-E-R-E-N-A-D-O-T-R-Y-A-N. You can also email me hello at serena.ryan.com.au. There is even a link in this podcast where you can leave me a voice message as well. This podcast is going from strength to strength as I chip away at my debt with all the little changes that I am making. And the beauty of it all is for me. I made a decision that I was not going to compromise my family life while getting rid of my debt. Being creative with what I have rather than trying to always earn more money is the game changer for me. Is the way I am being resourceful. It is the way that I am seeing the value in having a healthier relationship with money means that I have a healthier relationship with myself, my family, my community and my clients. It's transforming my entire life. And from this episode on, for the next year at least, every single week there will be a new segment as I adjust the format of this podcast ever so slightly. Welcome to the new format of adding up the podcast. From episode 53 onwards, I am ensuring that every single episode you gain a new book or podcast to add to your learning about financial education, a savings tip, and you get to hear from me in my weekly money challenges and how I'm becoming financially free and rewriting my financial future. One of the most profound books that has really helped form my financial education, Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin, is a book that I've acquired through Audible, as I have got an Audible account and I get a monthly credit to use. I have made a personal commitment to also get this book in physical format but not yet. I want to point that out because I have a mix of books that where I start with listening to them is on Audible. And if I find them so impactful, I also get the physical format. 
Something that the book alludes to as well is something that I think is important to raise here as well, is that books consume space and our money. And if we can get them in digital formats or get them at a more economical price, the better. Your money or your life has introduced me to concepts like defining what success is, understand the concept of enough and to be woke when it comes to my finances. Woke is a powerful place to be rather than unconscious or asleep. The awareness I gain with every single thing I am surrounded by embodies what the book is standing for, your money or your life. It also helps me in my pursuit of financial freedom, not having to worry about money anymore. If you are someone who is considering what is your financial future and you want it to be different to what it is now, and you want to break the relationship of money equaling success, this book helps bring into question what success looks like and how you could consider life being different. I highly recommend you add it to your reading list when your budget allows and helps to broaden your knowledge, experience and achieve your financial goals. Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin. I'll include a link in the show notes. money. How do you do it without compromising the life you have? One of the biggest changes I made, yeah, it was small, that has transformed my finances and my financial situation is something so simple, yet I wasn't doing it. And when I started doing it, it saved me thousands this one thing is one basic thing was writing a shopping list yeah writing a shopping list before I got to the shop but it's not just any list it's writing down the items and next to the items writing down how much they will be adding that up making sure that that shopping list my weekly groceries did not exceed a hundred dollars Again, it may seem simple because it is. It is powerful because that act of writing the shopping list and how much each item was going to cost next to it and making sure it didn't go over $100 meant I'd already visualized how much everything was going to be and how much I was going to spend. I challenge you to do the same. If you're struggling to see how much things will cost, go online. One of the major shopping uh, grocery stores will have online shopping. I shop with Coles, my personal preference for no other reason other than I have a loyalty program card tied to it and it works for me. 
Coles or Woolworths both have items listed and how much they will cost. So you can actually cost out how much things will be to be able to stick to. For me, I work out $100. I initially set that amount based on seeing if I could make it work. And I have successfully made that work for 18 months feeding a family of four. You may find $120 is your marker or it might be $80 as your weekly shopping amount. Whatever it is, the point is defining what that amount is, writing out the items and how much they'll cost and add them up. That list, that accountability to stick to stops impulse purchasing. Well, at least reduces it and puts you in a situation of being able to save money by sticking to the list. Every little change you do can add up to big success. Start small and watch it grow. This week has been a pretty heavy one and for not the reasons I would expect. I'm someone who has been working through the challenges of being in a pandemic, running my own business and being a mother with school-aged children who after 11 weeks of homeschooling are in their second week back at school. I also have family members with health challenges and for me it is not difficult but very busy and full life. My biggest challenge this week has been gaining awareness of what is happening on a global level to people I know and people that I don't. People who have done nothing other than to be born with a colour of skin that is different to mine. And this podcast is about personal finance. But what has transpired for me in this past week is a level of awareness around racism that I didn't previously have. And this is something that is relevant to talking about financial education. My initial thoughts around seeing events unfold is what can I do to help? And I've been focused outward. But thanks to a friend called Christina Blacken, who has a podcast called Sway Them in Colour, I started listening to her podcast. Christina has such a way with words and a logic which is very well constructed and factual. She speaks from the heart with facts rather than emotion. And what that does is really helps me to call into question my actions rather than looking outward, I'm looking inward. I see how important it is to look in rather than out. 
to look at all the things we can control rather than not because it is so easy to look outward in fact that's the easiest thing to do and looking inward from a personal finance standpoint I see the privilege I have of even having money to make the most of I also look deeper to see is everything that I can be doing to be more balanced with who I do business with and how important it is for me to look on a values level who I even associate with and it's not about exclusion if anything it's about how I increase the people I'm doing business with who are from a variety of walks of life not only one and I don't say that lightly or easily my commitment is to look more openly when it comes to who I donate money to who my super annuation and investments are with and who is supporting who in all aspects of money I say this not from an easy standpoint or a quick fix but I'm looking at all aspects whether it be who I spend my money with as a person for all things I need done around my home in my daily life right through to superannuation investments and companies that endorse or don't endorse certain businesses and companies and people I came across a link this week of Indigenous businesses that are Australian based and as a reference point for myself but also for anyone listening I'm going to put a list of these businesses links in this particular podcast episode it's not meant to be an obligation that you should do business with these people or should be buying their products but rather if you don't know about them you don't have the opportunity to do business with them but by knowing who they are you have that opportunity to help them and also yourself the idea being that both sets of needs are fulfilled coming aware is an opportunity to change and that is the biggest learning I've had when it comes to my money this week